Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. This is SiriusXM Progress. The time has come, my friends. This gentleman is not just one of the best artists uh, in recorded music in America. He's one of the best guests we could ever have on this show. He is a two-time Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee for the Birds and Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I will always say he needs to be inducted a third time because Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young is a completely separate band. This gentleman has had an unparalleled six-decade career. He has created songs that have just been so moving, cultural touchstones for more than three generations as a solo artist in his various bands with the people he's played with ranging from Joni to James Taylor to to Phil Collins Elton John Bob Dylan you ever heard this guy sing backup on on Born in Time oh my god this is a guy who's nailed it with culture on issues like almost cut my hair and wooden ships and he is still one of the best live performers his last three or four albums in my opinion are the best he's ever released so good that i don't care if he ever has a reunion with those other guys because the stuff he's making now is great and of course last uh, year we had a Big, big town hall featuring A.J. Eaton, the director, and, of course, Cameron Crowe, producer of the film, David Crosby, Remember My Name. That movie is now available online and streaming. Please welcome back David Crosby. Jesus, I love you, John. <laughs> Was that too flowery? It's like, it's like I never know. I, I don't want to go too hard. Well, the, the, yeah, it, it, I have to feed enough. your ego at the same time, Cross, so I don't and, know what the right thing to so do. And it's so huge and so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I figured out about my ego, man, is it, it's about the size of a house. Tell and, me. And, uh, and that's why I make fun of myself all the time. It's the you healthiest thing I've been able to figure out to do with my ego is, like, mock myself constantly. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, it works. It, it shrinks it down just a, a size or two, you know. But, you know, you're, but also. How are you, John? I'm I'm okay. I'm surviving it, man. I'm wondering how you're doing. You and you and your beautiful wife are are quarantining in California. I'm really curious what this experience has been like for you because we've talked about this many times. Artists of your stature thought they'd have a pension, and then suddenly they're streaming, and there's no more money, and you got to be on the road. And I know you love touring, but you were planning on a lot but, of road dates this year. So was I. Yeah, I was planning it. Yeah, I was saying like you, you know, it's summertime is you go out and shake the tree and gather the fruit. And, uh, boy, it's hard. Uh, you, you, I'm here, and I'm with my family, and I love my family, and I love being here. But it's hard to sit here and watch them cancel my work, just watch it go away. Uh, I already lost the whole first tour. I got to think about my crew. I got to think about my band. These aren't rich people, man. They're, they're And neither am I. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and we all are losing our work. And, you know, yes, it is hard because of the situation that streaming put us in where they don't pay us for the, the recorded music. So we still make it. I'm halfway through another one, by the way. <laughs> Yippee! Yeah, James and I are about halfway through another Sky Trails band record. But it's it's very difficult. I've been trying to, you know, keep my head above water so I stay positive. But I I do have to turn the TV off when a certain color of orange appears on the screen. <laughs> I just I just I just can't hack it. I can't I can't watch him. Can I ask a question so about that? Obviously stupid. Ugh. Can I ask a question about that? I actually feel like sure. like you know for men who have tried to be better men, 
it's infuriating to watch Trump bullshit and get away with it. And for men like yourself who've been through recovery, and you've talked very fearlessly about what it is to, to live with addiction and the people you hurt. And I would imagine for someone like you who's had to do so much work at improving himself and getting rid of your own bullshit and being the man you want to be, to watch this incredibly pampered rich kid with no appreciation of his own privilege, who is stupid, who is corrupt, who has stolen from so many people and gotten caught doing it, but still dodged jail time. And he can't stop lying. And he's racist and he sexually assaults women and he still gets away with it. I mean, nice guys have every right to hate this man for the fact that he's just Absolutely. everything we try not to be. Absolutely. And, and you know, we're sensitive about it, man. Yes, I made a lot of mistakes, and it does make me really care about what kind of human being I, I am now. It, it makes me want very strongly to be a decent guy and to watch him be so deliberately, so on purpose, not a decent guy. Yeah. Is, it's very hugely frustrating. What, what I've had to do, man, is that I've had to just stop watching anything where he comes on the screen I just switch. I, I wish the networks would just stop covering these insane i mean that's not a press briefing two and a half hours no nope. that's a that's a rally and they're yeah. carrying it and the intelligent and reasonable thing to do for all of them would be to stop carrying it but i stop it anyway if they don't i will uh huh. i i'm trying to turn it to positive stuff man i've been writing a screenplay really? uh yeah i'm working on a, a well i'm working a treatment for a screenplay but i'm i've started the screenplay and i'm i'm uh uh, I'm working on songs. I've been, I've had two or three great conversations with Michael League and Becca Stevens and Michelle Willis, who are the, the Lighthouse Band, my other band, the acoustic band that I met. They want to do another record, and uh, uh, <laughs> they're they're so hot that I I sent some lyrics out, and there's already two new songs. There. Oh, that's Maybe great! Two days later, yeah. Oh, you know, it's it's. Better than great, man. You that was my that, that was my question Michael. for you. Like, I was wondering, David, with this quarantine, this this house arrest, would it be an incredibly creative time for someone like you? Or if there's no structure, if there's no nothing on the calendar, like, do your brains just turn to mush? It can be. It's it's how well you can focus on positive. Now you know this because you're a very intelligent guy, man. Where your focus is, where you're aimed at is the stuff that you're most concerned about. If you if you tune out the stuff that's disturbing you, and we both know who we're talking about, yeah. then you can focus on, on trying to be creative, and you can focus on your family, man. It'll always make you feel good. It'll always make you feel loved, and then you are in a place to write. I, I've been succeeding at it mostly. We, we're making up songs here pretty well. Uh, James and I, like I said, have... Jesus, James is on such a hot streak, you can't believe it. John, mm -hmm. he's writing better than me. He's writing unbelievably. That's I mean, great. it's just unbelievable stuff. And he and I are writing, and I am writing. And so I have both bands, the Sky Trails band, me and James, and and, uh, and Jeff Pivar, and uh, Stevie, and Mai, and, uh, that's, uh, and Michelle, uh, she's in both bands. Yeah, that band and the Lighthouse band are both making records, <laughs> and we're having to do it. The technology gap is, uh, the, you know, you, you know, you can talk in a group with Zoom or something, but uh, trying to do it with, while you're playing the, at uh, high res, so you can discuss of mixes course. is uh, whew, it's 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 tricky out here in the boondocks where you I'm don't sorry, have real hot internet. It's so inspiring. You know, I think of like when, when Leonard Cohen was living out his last days in L.A., as he put it, confined to barracks and he was too sick to go anywhere. He would just record that last the last two records he did. Uh, you want it darker on the new one. He would just record it into his computer and send it to his son and his son would edit it together. And they just did it that way remotely. Really, really lo fi. What, like for me, what I'm hearing from you is that, you know, you're in the midst of one of the most creative, prolific periods in your life. The last several yeah. albums have just been incredible, and you keep getting amazing reviews. You're working with younger musicians. You're selling out shows that are nothing like the shows people fell in love with you for. And as a man who's lived his entire life in this space, it seems like the industry is changing, but you seem determined to keep on creating. Like That, to me, is your religion. That's the path you walk. And I love that you're turning to creativity and songwriting during this time instead of just getting depressed and watching TV. 
Uh, I can't just go on. I can't just go on input. <laughs> I I think music is a lifting force. You know this. It's a, it is kind of my religion. I I do think that it makes it better. And God yeah. knows this is these are hard times and people need to be lifted. You know, so there is some of that in me. There's some. You know, I want to do the do good. I want to help. Uh, that that feeling. Uh, and there's just some of me that loves making up songs. I just, I'm good at it, and I love it, and I have so much fun doing it with the people I'm doing it with. Yikes. Look at what, yeah. you know, it almost makes me believe in God, John. We need to talk about that. Let's talk about I, that. I sort of think it would be fun to talk, to believe in God. Uh, I think she's got a really strange sense of humor, though. Well, here's what I'll say. First off, if God was a woman, she would have pulled over and asked for directions a long time ago. All right. Secondly, yeah, things uh, would have been much better. <laughs> right. All, you know, as Carlin said, George, like this. George Carlin said, no woman would or could have fucked things up this bad if God was a woman. But also, you know, yeah, belief in God right. is you got to blame somebody. So why not? But I, I would imagine with all your time in the rooms, David, didn't they make you put your faith in a higher power? I mean, you must have some. some they absolutely some sense of that. tried. Uh, <laughs> they totally did try, and very sincerely, I'd like to give that to them. They really did, and they were really good to me. And you know, I'm not, I'm not ruling it out. God knows, none of us got any proof. So I, I'm totally, I'm fine with whatever people want to believe, as long as it doesn't hurt other people. You know, yeah. I, I, I think whatever gets you through the night is good for you, and yeah. and I'm all for it. I, I just don't like it when it becomes uh, you're different than me there than therefore you're an infill and it's okay for me to kill you. I, right. Religion gets to you know the Crusades or the yeah I'm with you. <laughs> it's always the, we've, we've it's lost al- our way. <laughs> it's always the fundamentalist, David. I mean, like no one ever talks about yeah. the 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 nice liberal or moderate Muslims or Jews or Christians. It's always those extreme right wing fundamentalist true believers yeah. making life interesting for the rest of us. Meanwhile, there's thousands of genuine Christians and Muslims and of all stripes uh, people out there behaving really nicely, behaving the yes. way their religion actually tried to make them be. Yeah. And, and they, they, you don't hear about them because what you hear about is the people who are misbehaving in the name of it, which is sad. Exactly right. It's, it's so right. So, listen, do you ever come to California? Well, I come to California all the time, David. Yeah, I was. I I had to cancel two it's trips okay. once this you know, you, plague hit. You won't fall off the edge, and it's legal here. By the way, I, I just I legally I, I listen. I legally live in your state. I just had to do a mail ballot. I'm I'm coming to California as soon as I can. I got to come up and see you. <laughs> I, I I have been instructed by my beloved wife, who is right next to me, mm. uh, to invite you to come visit. It's on as soon as we're allowed to see humans again. I'm going to come darken your door. You would you would love it, man. You'd understand right away a whole lot of stuff real quickly, very yeah. quickly. <laughs> I can't wait. You know, I I yeah. do want to ask you about this really strange time because on the one hand, you're you're very lucky to be with this wonderful woman you love, and I think your wife is just. I mean, your wife's the rock star. I'm sorry, but you know, you are you're you're okay, but your wife's amazing. And she you know, bad taste uh, in men, but aside from that, she's pretty smart. <laughs> Well, I was reading an interview with you somewhere, and they asked you if this period was reminding you of anything else you've lived through, and you actually said, yeah, it, that it was kind of like the Vietnam War. I mean, trying to get people to pay yeah. attention and, and saying we shouldn't be there. What, what, what do you mean? Can you explain that corollary? I found it really interesting. It was uh, similar in that we were uh, anti-establishment. The establishment was going in a direction that we didn't think was American or right or humane or smart any of those things that are our usual guidelines. And uh, so we were, you know, young people and we protested. We got a constitutional right to do that. And uh, we did. And uh, it was, it. the country was very much at odds uh, the way it is now. Uh, the right had not been encouraged the way Donald Trump encourages them. Donald Trump's favorite thing to do is pour gasoline on a fire. Yeah. He loves it. He just loves it. The roar of the blaze is like applause to him. So he, he wants to do that. And, and he's made it worse. This is worse than it was with Nixon and Vietnam and all of the skullduggery that was being done then. And there was plenty. Vietnam was a fake, a fake deal. The, the, oh, yeah. the, that destroyer never got attacked. The Gulf of Tonkin incident was a fake out. 
Yeah. I'm saying it live. I'm, they, they, on, on LBJ stage. lied to go. us all about the Tet Offensive as well. Yeah, it was a racket. I mean, that's something Oliver Stone's movie got right. A lot of guys made a lot of money. And all these Republicans we have now who, you know, supported the war but dodged serving themselves, like Bush and Cheney yeah, and Gingrich and Limbaugh and Trump. And Trump. They all supported Trump the war. Wash out the, Trump would wash out the first day. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so the, uh, the time was similar, but it was more civil. The civil discourse had not died the horrible, bloody death that it has died. And it was easier than it is now. It is more drastically divided now because he has encouraged the fringe nuts that he has encouraged. And they are, you know, not smart enough to realize they're being used. It's really true. And they are being used. If they knew how little he cares about them and how he is using them and what he actually thinks about them, They'd string him up with a bike chain, but he—he's uh, he's made it worse. He's definitely made it worse. He and and Mitch McConnell, who God grant me a magic wand, which with which I will then turn Mitch McConnell into a real turtle, <laughs> and that will make me very happy. I will be I happy. As long as he keeps voting out of office, I think Mitch McConnell is much more dangerous than Donald Trump, uh, and he's more obnoxious when you pay close attention to it. He's just quieter about it, you know. Well, uh, and he's, it, he's, a, he's a mean little son bitch, and he's really completely unburdened with any restraint or, or moral problems yeah. at all. Man. We're going to take a very quick break. We'll be right back. This is progress. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I'm John Fugel saying this is progress after dark. How are you feeling about, uh, you know, getting enthusiastic for Joe Biden, David? It seems like, I mean, when Bernie gave the endorsement. Me, and, I, I, yeah. I am enthusiastic because I want him to be Trump. That's really right. the solid bottom line. That's the same. You get that same bottom line from every Democrat in the country, mm-hmm. hopefully, because uh, that's the truth. That's what Bernie wants, who I did vote for and who I do yeah, like too. better. But it's what all of us need to know and need to do. There's no withholding here. We have to get Donald Trump out of office. And here's why. Because we have damaged our atmosphere and our heat engine in our atmosphere. And we are really setting ourselves up for not being able to grow food and take care of our population if we screw our weather up continually and continue to screw our weather up. We need to address global climate change because we have changed the temperature. We can't do that with him in office. We can't do that no. with McConnell in office. We have to nope. get rid of both of them in order to start trying to save our great-grandchildren's lives. We can't do it when oil and coal own whoever's in office. Oil and coal are done. They're over. They're finished. That's the end. Uh, we, that's what the human race has to do. And that's why I have a problem with Joe Biden. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to vote for him. And I'm going to support him all I can. I don't know if he understands that the human race can no longer run on fossil fuels. Coal and oil have to be history. History. We have to be done with it. Or we will not survive as a race. Yeah. And that's that's very serious stuff. That's provable. That's scientifically provable stuff. Everything I just said. I'm not spouting off here. That's really the real deal. No, it's completely true. and I don't, I don't know if Joe Biden has it in him to look at that much new information. He is an old guy, and he's a traditionalist, and he's a, a decent guy. I don't think he's a bad human being. I think he's a good human being. Uh, 
but I would have been so much happier with somebody a lot younger and a lot smarter like Mayor Pete. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, we hear so much. I would have been a lot happier with, with, with Elizabeth Warren. I would have yeah. been a lot happier with, with either one of them. Um, I would have been happier with Bernie, with Liz Warren, with a whole bunch. And, you know, I'm happy. I voted Joe for Biden. Bernie. I told you that. Yeah, no, I, I love Bernie. Too. Bernie's a decent human being and one of the most courageous men alive. Yeah. And I give Bernie credit for bringing Joe Biden along. I mean, Joe Biden is right now, historically, the most progressive platform of any Democratic nominee in history. But to your point, David, yeah, very often with Democrats, we go looking for reformers. Instead, we have improvers who will improve health care, but call it sweeping reform even when it's not. And at this point, I will take <laughs> slight improvement over gaping wound that is Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah, I will, too. We all will. And we, we want him in there. And he is a better guy. He is a decent human being, and he will do a much better job. Will he be able to address uh, the problem that you dropped? Hey, man, you dropped the rock in the pool. I'm just riding the ripples here. Uh, Gas and oil. Coal and oil have to be – we can do it. They're already doing it. Western Europe's doing it a lot of the time in a lot of places. You're right. Uh, I mean, and and people are seeing that that the nukes are not a safe way to do it, but we can do it. We absolutely can do it. We just have to be willing to go through that much change, and that's going to take leaders that can effect change. And that's a very tough thing for a guy at his point in life to do. Okay. I I have hopes for him. I think he's a decent man. Let me ask you a question about that, because um, you, this point in his life, you know, there's there's a lot of ageism going on always. And I'm always depressed at how ageist people on the left can be. I heard so much old shit about, you know, John McCain and Bob Dole. I mean, liberals can do it, too. It seems like the one acceptable ism. Old white guys, we can make fun of them. I mean, you're 78, Cross, and you do what, 100 dates a year, 50 dates a year? I mean, you're more active than most of the 40-year-olds I know. Is I had a hundred that... plans. I had more than a hundred plans this year. Wow. So how how do you feel about this when when you know you're a living example? I mean, Leonard Cohen was doing fifty dates a year in his eighties. Like how, Bob think, Newhart does I fifty think dates a year. People don't understand that we can still do good work. You get more frail, and you certainly get uh, less able. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't play guitar as well as I used to. I can sing pretty much as well, but I can't play guitar as well as I did. But uh, you don't just stop. When you stop being pretty, you don't stop being smart. Uh, At a certain point, you're no longer attractive looking, and and it's much more fun to watch somebody a lot younger on stage. But the the truth is us old guys still can sing and think up songs and write pretty well. And presentation. Uh, it's all the presentation as well. I mean, I, you know, you do a beautiful show. You can take someone to one of your shows who doesn't know any of the songs and they will have a lovely time. I mean, it's also because your show is so many levels to it. and You have beautiful moments of quiet and stillness that you don't get in conventional. Do you think it's, it's the naked girls or the free money? Honestly, I think it's the naked girls. I didn't want to bring up the cages. Yeah, kinda, that's what I think. I think the naked girls it goes against your legacy. But, you know, it, what, 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 it yeah. packs them in. And it's so on. It's so on brand. <laughs> what, are you, what are you optimistic about, Mr. Crosby? You got no. You, God damn it! What are you optimistic about, Mr. Crosby, right now? I feel optimistic about the human race, man. I like us. I I see human behavior that is exemplary and strong and and kind and compassionate and intelligent and courageous. And when I see people be like that, I believe in us. You see this oaf being as bad as a human being could be on purpose, and it's very discouraging. But there's people right next to him trying to do a good job. People yeah. all over this country trying to do a decent job. I was, I was watching. You know what's really kind of encouraging to watch? This is a weird thing to say. Do you like Andy Como? Yeah. I do, too. I was watching him talking to, uh, not Fauci, the other one, uh, Oh, you mean Chris? You mean Chris Cuomo or, or or his brother, the governor? Chris. I mean Chris, not Andy. Chris. Chris. Yeah, we he, he, we work we work together at SiriusXM. I really like the guy. Yeah. I think he's very very brave. I I can watch him. He actually tells the truth, and he actually has a set of balls on him. And uh, and I, I I really like him a lot. I I have tremendous respect for how he's handling it. And I was watching him. He had uh, Dr. Gupta on there, who's a 
very smart guy and and like Fauci, a devoted guy for science, right? And uh, it was the best information, the cleanest, most helpful, because it was utterly truthful and nobody was buttering my toast and nobody was, was saying, look, don't. Don't get just distracted by this fight between the governors and the president. They always want to do fights because it sells more commercials. He says, yeah. that's all bullshit. Don't, yeah. don't, don't get distracted. The real thing is people surviving, people dying, or people living. And he, he really, he did a great job, man. He, you should, if you see him, tell him, uh, tell him I said that. I'm real and proud of him. If, if I tell him that, he's going to poach you as a guest and make me look bad. So I don't know about that. No, no, I've already been on his show, and I would go. I would come back in a minute. <laughs> a minute know, I would like to talk to him about what this mess is doing to uh, musicians and the music business. Yeah, I mean, it was bad it. before, but I mean, as we began the interview talking about that. You know, artists expected to have a pension their whole lives, and now people don't buy music, at least not like they used to. So. Artists need to be on the road, and that's why it's so painful. Because I had planned my whole year David, around three different tours, and I know that you make your money on the road now, and you do a beautiful yep. show with two different bands, and it's it's got to be frustrating. But you sound like you're in a great place. I'm in a great place because I I have a great family, and I'm and I have a uh, so, you know a great place to go, and and also it's legal here, and uh. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, you know. I don't know how long uh, it's going to stay bearable. Uh, obviously, I'm going to run out of money at a certain point here, man. I don't have any savings. Yeah. And then it's, uh, you know, and I'd be selling them D45s. Wow. It's the only valuable stuff I got. I understand. And, uh, and I would prefer not to. <laughs> uh, of course. You know, uh, I like working. I, I'm okay. You know, riding buses is the hard part. That's Yeah. When you saddle up, ride that bus, man. <laughs> you better be ready. It's going to beat you to death. Uh, hey, let me ask you but, a personal. Uh, can I ask a personal question? When, sure. When's the last time you, you can did ask me anything? Well, it seems like every interview you do, and you know, I mean, we've talked about it before, but it seems like you can't leave the house without people asking about reunions, and I'm not going to do that. But um, I just wanted to ask you what it's like having to field that question all the time. All the time. It's it's very odd. You know, everybody uh, gets measured against their past work. You know, that's hard for, for all of us. Uh, that's part of it. But, you know, the thing is, I care about those guys. I, I actually do. We did great work. I do not think you'll ever see that band again. I, I, I don't think that it's, I don't think we're even really capable of doing. I am pretty functional. I, I do. I'll admit it. I do a good show. I have a lot of fun with music. I love it. And stories. I love it. I love audiences. But I don't think the other guys are happy or or, or uh, into it, really. I don't get that vibe off uh, what they're doing in public anyway. And um, I don't. I think everybody should relax. I think, I think the whole world, if you loved Crosby, Stills, and Nash or Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, and they are two different bands. They are two separate uh, bands, man. <laughs> Two separate bands. I need another one. You know the main reason we should be in the Hall of Fame the third time? The What's main that? reason? Thanks, John Fugelsang. To make you all have to play together while Trump is still president. No. Well, well that would be funny. But yeah. the, the real thing, man, is think of all the people who would piss off. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would make a lot more people happy than pissed off. Who would it piss off besides potentially bad All the guys who were in there twice. <laughs> ah, nice. That's true. Raising the bar, Mr. Crosby. And they're all my friends. And you know I would love it. <laughs> David, uh, it's no, amazing. You, Eric. You, you, you sound, is Eric in there only twice? I think, is Clapton in there? He's there for Yardbirds and Cream. He should be in there three times. Yardbirds, and the, uh, he should be in there. He should be and in there Blind Faith times. And Blind Faith in his solo career, too, I would yeah. guess. And he, should, yeah. he, he should be in there four times. Yeah, He's probably. Eric, for God's sake. Yeah, I know. Jeez. I mean, that's why Jack White is in 19 bands right now, too. David, it, listen, I, I know it's times are tough and it's scary for everyone. I cannot tell you how much good it does my heart to just hear your positivity, your grace, your poetry and how you're living your life and adapting to this insane situation. And are you going to be putting out some new music before, uh, like, like drop a single at some point? You know, Bob Dylan's been dropping songs at midnight now here and there after not putting yep. out an album for we eight have, years. We have songs to drop. We actually... James has written, uh, you know, I've been bugging him for a long time to write us a single. 
Mm-hmm. And he always just looked at me and gave me one of those looks, you know, like, get hosed. Uh, but he did. He wrote one. And we've got it. And it's stunning. And uh, I do want to put it out really badly. It's probably the most radio-friendly song I've ever done. Oh, I can't wait. And we have a couple others behind that. We've got about five things right now that I would put out. So, yes, there's, there's stuff coming. Hey, John? Yeah? Can I send you this, uh, this screenplay idea that I've got for you to critique a- for me? Absolutely, yeah. Please do. You're a storyteller. Would you read a story for me and then tell me if you think that I got a movie? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a structure whore, man. Yeah, please do. I'm, I'm happy well, to. Well, yeah. okay, I will send you. Um, I think we're doing the right thing, man. You and I are doing what we can do. And so we're doing our gig the best we can. And when they let me add an audience, I will give it everything I got. Uh, and Keep until then, I'm going to make coffee for my wife in the morning, bring it in and wake her up with it, and uh, make bacon for my son's breakfast and feed the dogs and <laughs> bring the firewood in and do stuff. David, I, I, I pruned a tree wait. today. Oh, my God. I that didn't was even leave the apartment. You're so much better. You're 78. I didn't even leave the damn apartment all day. <laughs> You're Mr. Be Crosby, next week, man. If you keep up with that shit, I do keep up with it. Yes, and happy birthday to you. Listen, David, will you come? Will you come call us again before this quarantine is over? If you get bored there in house arrest, we'll be your pals. I'm broadcasting from my living room here uh, on the Upper West John, Side. You you've been to this apartment before. I'm literally doing a radio show from here. Love to have you back anytime. I would love to, John, but you always have to be the initiator. Uh, otherwise, right. I be, I would be seen as tugging at your sleeve. So, oh, of course, uh, you you can. <laughs> Ask me to come on there with 15 minutes' notice anytime you want. You can add, right. set it up ahead of time anytime you want. But it's if somebody on, doesn't show, call me. You got the number. This is it. <laughs> David, I can uh, talk it's... about anything, man. It, you, I, you can talk about cooking. I, I anything. All right, then let's do it more often. Let's I'm going to make about you a re- religion for God's sake. You're. I'm going to make you a regular on this show, David, because we haven't even bashed Kanye yet. This entire conversation, so we have to pick this up where we left off. <laughs> oh boy. Everybody follow Mr. David Crosby at The David Crosby on the socials. And pick up Sky Trails, pick up Lighthouse, pick up Cross, pick up the more recent albums. They're beautiful. They'll get you through a tough time with soul and grace. Mr. Crosby, thank you for what you bring into the world. I don't ever want a reunion because I like the new music you're making way too much. Thank you, John. Thank you. We'll be in touch soon. And thanks for classing up the joint at the end of the week. This is Sirius XM Progress. Shopping today for June. The wind rushed around this dirty town. On the night when we're all talking about Joni Mitchell, there's David Crosby's version of For Free. Now, David is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice for two different bands. He needs to be in a third time. Because Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young is a totally separate, unique band. He's also in the Songwriters Hall of Fame, of course. And yet, people always talk to this man about reunions. And, and, and I always say, no, have you heard the new music he's putting out? Because David Crosby has been on a string, uh, the, the streak of just putting out great record after great record over the last six years. These creative floodgates opened a few years ago, and they continue to flow. And as David gets older, he keeps on being more and more prolific. This year, he released For Free, the album, his eighth studio album. The 50th anniversary release of his album, If I Could Only Remember My Name, was also reissued in an amazing deluxe edition with bonus tracks and more. David Crosby turned 80 this year, and he can still kick your ass. Happy Christmas, Mr. Crosby. Welcome back. Hi, John. Happy to see you, man. It's great to see you. It's great. It's great to see you. How are y'all doing there in California? Is it COVID crazy yet, or is it staying kind of maintained? Uh, a lot of stuff going on in California. It's very strange. Right now, it's raining, which is just a gift from God. We're completely happy. Everybody in California is walking around going, yay, because it's raining, really solid, honest-to-God rain, which yeah. we need badly. The rest of California, well, I can give you some interesting stuff, John. Tell me, sir. I mean, um, you know, I think I think the whole world knows 
is mm-hmm. of the fifth largest economy in the world, right? Yes, yes. Well, so let me ask you a question. Do you think we're going to stay one country? I do. I do. I think a lot of That's people are going to make a lot of noise about seceding. That stopped him cold. No, nah, we're we're gonna we're gonna stay one country. There's too much money uh, to be made staying together, and too much money lost to be splitting up. But I think a lot of politicians in empty suits will talk about secession. What what do you think? I think it could actually happen. The uh, the concentration of tech and wealth and power on the West Coast and the East Coast in New England is, I mean, there's a really different set of rules in yeah. uh, in the middle of the country right now than there is in California. And yeah. I'm not sure we're going to be able to work it out. I should like to, man, I'm a staunch American. I like America as an idea. It was a great idea and I wanted to work. I'm not sure it's going to stay that way. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I can guarantee you that it's going to be an interesting ride. I think you're right. I, yeah. I, I do think that the uh, Confederate States for free. Yeah. You do think that yeah. the Confederate States might want to leave? I think people in the Confederate States will talk a good game about wanting to leave, but in the end, they're going to stay here for their welfare bucks. I think they're going to stay for the bucks, yeah. But I think that could, it could go a different way, man. could go a different way. Texas could go a different way. Texas got their own money. True. We'll see. It's going to be fascinating to see. America is an idea, not a piece of property. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and it's a good idea, John. Representative democracy is the, the best way to do it that we know of. God knows we've tried them all. Yeah. We tried we tried everything one way or one time or another. And none of them give the little guy a chance, a shot, except democracy. It's the only one. So I would I, I would agree, except that we have to have a real democracy where we you know, to me, I think what it comes down to, David, is we need to get big money out of politics. I would love to see publicly financed elections, not privately, because this is what yeah. Joe Manchin's all about. I mean, Joe Manchin's yeah, claiming he can't vote on he, he's yes, bought. Go ahead. Yeah. He he's, he's bought. bought and and you're absolutely right. And that is where the key to making democracy work is. And if we get a chance, I think you know, if we do stay together and if we stay a functioning, you know, country, that's what I think we should concentrate on is trying to do that. And it's going to be difficult because the oil companies saw it early on and they feel yeah. that they are running the country and yeah. they have every right to. And they're not going to they don't believe in global warming and they are going to fight to the death. Only thing is we might actually have to, you know, I, I think that's. It's going to be interesting times, man. Very interesting yeah. times. Let's talk about music. It's less depressing. Let's do it. Well, well, I, I, I do want to talk about music because we played for free coming in. And, you know, it's a gorgeous record. And I came here wanting to tell you about how wonderful it's been to play this record over and over again in the autumn in New York the last few months, especially the last track, David, which has just been killing me. I mean, there's so much beauty on this record, but I won't stay for long. I think it's become yeah, my it's favorite, my favorite here. song. Yeah. Everybody's favorite song. It's my it's favorite song great. on the record. It's fantastic. And here's the great part. James Raymond, my son, wrote that song. My beloved. Yes, right. He That's has, right. if anything, grown to be my equal as a writer, and I think he's going to surpass me. And can you know how that makes me feel? <laughs> you know how, what a joy that is? <laughs> well, to me, it's it's mighty heavy because he's your son writing it. But this is a song about death and about facing death and about being at peace with yeah. it. And he's mighty young man to be coming up with lyrics that heavy. It's a very elevating uh, song. It definitely is. It's a really wonderful, very deep, very true, very emotionally reverberating song. Everybody that listens to it winds up crying. Yeah. I wound up crying the first time you later for me i was in tears the guy is good i feel absolutely blessed that record is uh it's had a lot of luck you know uh having donald fagan said us help us write a song man what a thing yeah you know, our hero the michael huh. band on earth having michael mcdonald come and sing with us whoa what a joy he is yeah and help write a lot of blessings fell on that record really wonderfully uh, and it's beautiful your I jazz you your jazz a, your love of jazz is all over this record david it's such a pleasure to listen to yeah, there's there's that too. Yeah, we got really good, really good players. I will tell you that about two months ago, I got Michael League and Becca Stevens and Michelle Willis to come to San Inez 
And in eight days, we wrote a record. And then in two weeks, we went to Los Angeles and cut it. Wow. And so there is, there is even though for free, has just come out. It's <laughs> doing very well, actually, for a record of, of actual songs from a real person. Uh, there's another one. In the, there's, a, there's another record in the can waiting to be mixed. It's about to be mixed. That two of my friends who were there said it's the best record I ever made. I, I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to wait and see. Uh, it's a it's a, a four person record of me and, and Michelle and, and Becca and, and Michael. We wrote it together. We sang it together. But it's it's amazing. That's the next one. You know, I, I want to sit here and praise you for being so productive during the lockdown. But the reality is you have been putting out so many good. This is like six great records in five in six years, I believe. And David, I mean, to what do you attribute this prolific okay. output you've had? Good song after good song after good song. It's a combination of ingredients, as usual. One, I had a, a sort of a, a built-up backlog of stuff from the last part of CSN. I didn't want to record with those guys, so I still had some stuff. But mainly it's this. Two real enormous blessings that came into my life. Two, I'm talking like a preacher. Uh, two enormous, wonderful pieces of luck happened to me. One, my son, James, yeah. who is the best writing partner I've ever had and is a fantastic record producer and a fantastic player. And uh, the other is Michael Lee, who is a fantastic record producer and a fantastic I'll player. See. They're both brilliantly different. Yeah. And that gives me two ways to approach music making, both of which work, both of which are really, really delightful to do. Neither of which is pop music, neither of which is going to make no. millions of dollars, but both of which are capable of doing the best art I can do. The, the highest I can reach, they're right there. But I mean, I think that's what's you so know? inspiring. So I, I feel... To me, it's just amazing that you... I feel you, so lucky, man. Oh, I, I can tell, but I can tell you're at peace because they're the, the great songs are flowing out of you and you've been putting out such good records. And obviously it makes me want to ask the question that, uh, you know, I know you get asked all the time, but I mean, are you wanting to get back on the road, David? Because... Last couple of times we've talked, it's been it's been kind of mixed signals, and uh, sure. I can't wait for you to do live shows. But do you do you see no, that no, happening I next year? No, no, I want to, man. I, I I want to play live. I want to play live, uh, John, so badly I can taste it. Yeah, but I'm not doing it. I look at these crowds in in the video from my friends going out, and there's no masks, man. Those people are all just cheek by jowl and laughing. Yeah. To, yelling, screaming in, in each other's faces of people in that either haven't been vaccinated or, or, or have faked a vaccination card. Or, or It's very dodgy. My friends are going out there and trying. Michael McDonald went out with their doobies, caught it the first night, canceled. That's bang. Right. Spent the next three weeks in a motel room. Uh, I was talking to Joe Walsh the other night at his birthday. And, and, man, I guess I would do it for the amount of millions that the Eagles make. But, God damn, it doesn't sound like any fun. Yeah. He says it's not any fun. It's fun as soon as the, they, the downbeat of the first song and it ends being fun as they walk off. Everything, you, you can't even go out to a restaurant or a bar. Nothing. I know. I, know. I did. And, I um, saw. I saw Dylan last month, and and I, uh, you know, he played the Beacon, and the entire crowd was masked. The entire crowd had to have proof of vaccination to get in the building. But it just seems like, you know, you know better than me. Some venues have much more porous security than others. Well, and also, I'm talking about the big ones for Live Nation. Yeah. Ain't no math going on there, buddy. Yeah. That one where those people just got killed? Yeah. You see any masks? I didn't no. see any masks. Nope. Yeah, I, 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 that's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. anyways, I'm 80, and I'm diabetic, and I'm uh, a transplant, so I'm, I'm immunosuppressed. You know, I've got a target yeah. painted on and I've got a family, and they don't want me to go out and be stupid. And I don't blame them, and I don't want to either. I could still play a residency. I don't really think I'm going to, man. My hands are going from the tendonitis. I would have to have somebody else play for me. I can yeah. still sing, and I wish that I could do it because I, I miss it really badly, yeah, really badly all the time. Yeah. But I don't think it's uh, smart for me to do. 
and frankly, I don't think there's a great deal of desire, you know, in anybody. I mean, I'm an old guy. I'm. Oh no, that's very. Yeah, but I, I, it, very, no, you talk to kids now, they don't even know who I am, man. It's really, it's kind of almost a relief. But I don't think I'm gonna. Is the bottom line answer to that question? I don't think I'm gonna go out and play live. I wish I could. Times that I have gone out and sat in with somebody or done, some, you know, a song, man. Yeah. Boy, I love it so much. We're going to take a very quick break. We'll be right back. This is Progress. Welcome back. I'm going to keep the hope going because I I want to see you live again, even if it's limited gigs and not a long extended tour, I think. I'm having a lot of faith that we're going to, you know, people are going to watch out in this next wave. The hospitals are going to be filled with what? Unvaccinated people, just like the last time. I don't know how they can keep all of these people ignorant forever, David. They're either going to have to wise up or die off. And I do think it's going to have to get better after this. You'd think that they would notice that they're dying five times as fast as we are. You're right. Then yeah. Let me ask you. Let me let me ask you five at this point. So, so with all this going on, right, what's giving you joy these days, Mr. Crosby, as we as we come up? On, on Christmas of 2021 and begin our third year in this lockdown, what, what is giving well, you Well, a whole number of things. Our pot mm-hmm. plants came in really well. Nice. About 15 plants, really beautiful. My for free record got, has already recouped and is making money. It would be great if the streamers paid us for records, but uh, yeah. what else is good news? Um, make me feel good, man. When I, when I see Elon slowly but surely getting the human race off of this planet and out into the out into space and uh that makes me happy and i love elon uh, when i see greta thunberg being so brave and so truthful and standing up to the whole adult world and saying no you can't you can't fool me you aren't doing it you're saying it but you're not <laughs> doing it god i love that girl there's a lot of good news i i might be I might be, well, I don't know if I can tell you this, John, but I might be going into your business later. Tell, yeah, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get you to do this for years, man. I've been wanting mm-hmm. you to do a, some kind of hosting for years. Well, it is fun, and I do love talking to people. That's true. <laughs> I just took a big hit. Yeah, Mr. Crosby just vaped uh, for those not, not joining us on Zoom. I, I do have to ask you, David, I mean, we're coming up on the end of Biden's first year and COVID second, given everything that, that Joe Biden has had to deal with after four years of Trump and taking office during a global <laughs> pandemic, how would you rate his first year in the White House? Very good. For this reason, Joe is an old guy. He's from another matrix. He's from another time than this. Yeah. He's had some terrible misfortune in his life and people get that he truly loved got killed. Those dues made him compassionate about other human beings. That's a wonderful thing. The compassion that those, the, the dues he paid built into him made him a warm-hearted human being. I think he is struggling. I think he is the victim. Republicans have degraded themselves to the point where they are simply blatantly trying to grab power over the largest economy in the world and keep it. Yeah. They want to run the country and don't give a damn about democracy or any of how it used to go. They simply want to run the country. They think Donald Trump is just fine because they don't care what he does. that's, That's ignorant or wrong. They want that power. Well, and Joe and a large number of the people that, that are working with him believe in democracy. So they're on my side. Do I think the Democratic Party is doing a good job? Hell no. They're not. They're doing a, a, a pathetic job in the face of people who are absolutely rabidly willing to do anything to win. Yes. And if Trump wins again, what are you going to do? I'm thinking Portugal. <laughs> I don't think Trump can win again, to be honest with you. I, I think that after January 6th and with not having Twitter anymore... He's just too hobbled. I'm more afraid of someone who's trying to be a smart Trump. I, I, I'm more afraid of a DeSantis or, or a Josh Hawley in 2024 than I am of someone like Trump, who I think could get the nomination, but probably couldn't win again. 
Also, I David, I, I kind of want to watch him lose the popular vote for a third time. But to that same point, then, I get your complaints with the Democrats. What is going on with the Republican Party? Is this party irreparably broken by this reality show racist clown and his followers? Apparently so. Because the, the Republicans that I know, that I knew, who were responsible conservatives and my friends, are all kind of, they don't like him. And they know he's a, a pig. Yeah. But they like winning. It's they the like power. winning. And and they think they believe uh, an awful lot of people believe that that he will cheat his way into winning this next election because he's been working on the cheat for a while. Right. And uh, right. and if he does, it's gonna be a long time before you see real democracy in this country. A long time. I'm if still ever, waiting again. for it. I'm still waiting for it with their electoral college. I'm, I wish we could try democracy. Mr. Crosby, I'm thrilled you that. Yeah, you know, electoral college, what a joke. Yeah, you know, the racists have always had the game rigged. But um, I, I do have to ask you, thank you for joining us, but let me just ask you, what are you looking forward to? Always, as much as they possibly could. I'm looking forward to, let's see, what am I really looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the next episode. Have uh, you watched Yellowstone yet, man? Which show? What show? Yellowstone. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. No, no. I'm just finished dope sick. Oh, man. Yellowstone. Go to the beginning. Okay. It's addictive. This season, the writing got better. Uh, right. it, it was already good. It, it improved drastically this season. But watch it from the beginning. It is a truly guilty pleasure. Great. I'll catch it, man. David, I, I can't wait to hear what this announcement's going to be from you. I'm really, really curious, but I'm excited. And I, I want to tell you, you look great at 80. I love the new record. It's been a great year to be a fan of yours and everyone looking for some beautiful new music to kind of ground you and get you some soul back in your life during this Christmas holiday break. Please, please listen to the new album for free and listen to the 50th anniversary deluxe re-edition of If I Could Only Remember My Name. You're Santa Claus. You showed up on, <laughs> on our last live show. Thank you, David. Thank you, man. I love you, please. John. Give my love to your wife and your family, and we'll talk to you very soon. And I will, David, see you in person in 2022 if i got to come out there and harass you. I look forward to it. I'd love it. Thank you. Thank you.